process podcast episode 204 and it's a monday and it's it's a relatively okay monday i think it was started out thundering and lightning and then it went okay and then it started to piss and pour rain and then now it's sunny again so it feels like we've had four days in one not gonna lie yeah kind of i kind of wish it was to stay rainy to be honest i want the thunderstorms man all the time because i woke up at like 6 30 and it was raining and it was gray and it was dark out like dope i'm not going i'm not making the two hour drive out to work i'm going to work from home and i'd kind of i i knew it was going to rain so i intended to stay home anyways i was like i'll go in tuesday yeah we had a thing on tuesday have another thing on thursday those will be my days out in the office for the week and i'll only have to fill up gas once and then nice eight o'clock comes around and it's sunny outside. And it's nice. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. I'm like shit. Now I feel bad for staying home because of the air quotes inclement weather. But it's fucking fine outside. And I was like, okay, I got over myself and did the rest of the day. And then like three o'clock comes around and it's fucking pouring down rain. And it was like Hurricane Katrina all over again. And then now yeah. it's absolutely sunny as shit, isn't it? Isn't today the longest day of the year, actually? It's a summer solstice. Or is it yesterday, the first day of summer? Uh, That's a fair question. 20th or 21st? Hey, Siri. What is the first day of summer? Summer began June 20th and ends September 21st. There we go. Fair enough. So yesterday is the summer solstice, which means now the days are going to be continually getting shorter. Until nice. we get to, uh, I guess, December 21st, when we have the shortest day of the year, and it's dark at four. Yeah, which kind of looking forward to. Yeah, you're, you're a big fan. I feel like the weather app has been, like, garbage Do you use the iPhone weather app? or pre- uh, Yeah. See, I use the weather network app. Uh, well, I don't really care that much, I guess, <laughs> but I just feel like it's been off. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be rainy. It's like eighty percent chance of raining all that all today. Yeah. And then it's like never happens, and you're like, nice. <laughs> Thanks for that. Good. Same thing with tomorrow. Good I was one. saying that tomorrow is gonna be rain all day. And you check this the forecast now, and it's like, no, it'll be like 19 degrees, sunny. It's gonna be nice. Take the kids out. Go for a bike ride. It's gonna be cooler, cooler tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be quite cool. I mean, cool being a relative mm-hmm. term compared to what summer normally was and think about like three weeks ago when it was absolutely hot as shit it was like 37 mm-hmm. degrees in the shade plus humidity yeah i hated that remember when i couldn't even i couldn't sit in this room because it was so hot and ever like they just refused yeah, to turn the, the air on they're like it's gonna get cold again i'm like yeah it's gonna get cold again in december but that's six months away so let's let's cool off do that. now please can't do humid weather, man. Hot, sunny, sure, but humid. I, I just can't do. Remember it. when? Not built for that. Remember when I came out to visit visit you last year, and we went to get DT shawarma for lunch, forward slash dinner, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely humid as fuck. It was like swimming when we left the house. 
was like walking through. Yeah. And then I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm glad I wore shorts and a t-shirt. Then I get back inside and we're sitting in your basement. And I'm like, I should not have worn shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm like sitting yeah, there like mildly hypothermic, I'm just shivering. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Just continually shivering. That's what it's like in Zach Watson's, in Zach Watson's, in Wax Watson's basement. See, that's, that, that, that's what I'm used to. I'll be, like, that's why I'm in sweatpants and, like, a crew neck. Damn. And I'm still, like, just perfect weather. Not warm, not mm. cold. I can lay in bed and not be warm. It's that's like, this best. is the ideal that's temperature. The best. See, I'm right now I'm rocking my H&M. Wins. This is a V-neck. It is a V-neck. It's kind of a U-neck right now. Um, it's not very, <laughs> it's not yeah. very V-shaped, depending on the shape of your V. I would say it's more of a V Dep- than yeah, a Yeah, it depends on how you I write guess. your Vs. Um, but rocking a burgundy yeah. one of these in my anti-ball crushing Lululemon pants. That's what they're called. Anti-ball crushing <laughs> Anti-ball Lululemon crushing. pants. Absolutely fantastic. Anti-ball crushing technology? Yeah, literally. If you go on the website and you go to purchase them, that's what it says. A-B- like ABC, ABC pant. Because the way like the the crotch is, is sewn, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm not a Anti-ball not a yeah. crushing technology. Yeah. If That's if amazing. you give me like thirty seconds, I'll pull it up and I'll read I'll read the product. There's no way it says yeah, that. Hundred percent. I I wish I was messing with you. Uh, Lulu Lemon ABC pants. Give that. Give the guy a name that a fucking high five. That's funny. All right. Uh, let's see. Anti ball crushing technology. Oh, yeah. These things do not. See that on like the tag. <laughs> Be hilarious. All right. See where's the description? Classic fit pants powered by ABC technology. Um, you're no, you're. There's no way you just read that off. There's no way. Just give me, give me a hot sec. No, um, there's literally no. I don't believe that at all. Okay, I'll show you the screen here. It says ABC pant. Is that what it actually stands for? Yeah. I just have to find the. She actually named that. I just oh have to find God. the right one. It's taking me a hot second. That's um, hilarious. Men's clothes. So we are shopping for the men's here. Shop men's. Pants. I think these are the ABC joggers. Maybe. I just didn't expect them to actually name it that, but I, I respect that. That's funny. Oh, no, not track pants, not tights. No, no, sir. Nope. All pants. Thank you. Thank you. Um, casual pants. ABC jogger. Shop ABC jogger. Um, we'll rock that one there. Let's see. Can I get a definition of ABC? Please. I've literally read it on here before. I don't know why it's being fucking difficult. Anyways. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Fine. We'll accept that it actually is. It is. It's, it's proven fact. Anti-ball crushing technology. Would you, uh, would you get up to this weekend? Um, not much. Like usual, I guess. I mean, we had we were on Saturday, right? Working on mm-hmm. stuff. That was fun. Um, and actually, 
had a breakthrough for myself of finally nailing down. I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even at the point. I'm like, I might do, I'll explore a car idea and I'll explore an airship idea. No, I was like, I, by the end of those three hours we were were working on stuff, I'm like, I am going for a building Mm -hmm. or a a physical installation of architectural installation. Your your story keeps, like the whole thing, the scale of it just keeps growing. It continually evolves each time you, you sit down to think about it. It it continually yeah. evolves, which I think is a good thing. Well, I think that's I was getting onto that without even knowing it. Yeah, you just you had to discover when I was it, the right? story because I was thinking like, oh, it, it has to be a vehicle. So I'm like, okay, we'll do if in this world of giant art and all this inspiration in art and culture. You know, it's gonna need an airship or some sort of like cool yacht or or a car or something for people to like go around these giant installations and look mm-hmm. at. And I'm like, well, maybe that wouldn't be the best option in that world. And maybe the option itself is actually the pole start installation being almost like a gallery in itself. You know, it's it's a it's a gallery to show off this art in the, in 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 the world of created, but also the installation itself. It can be that inspire inspiring and sustainable, um, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn it, that's God what I'm gonna it. do because it's it's different. It's not a car, like which would be like not that it'd be easy, but it would be the easiest thing for me to do because that's the it's most low hanging. It's low hanging fruit, right? Yeah, and then the airship was kind of low-hanging, even though, like, the reason why I kind of got off of the boat idea was, like, well, looking at it objectively, like, an airship would make more sense than the boat. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I don't really want to do an airship. Like, I know you had a good point of, like, well, you could, you know, do it in a different way. I was like, yeah, actually, that'd be cool. But I'm like, I don't know if I felt the same passion about that. And then I thought, like, an actual structure. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. and then i saw polestar design community instagram page posted this it's just like an awareness post for the competition like hey this 2021 competition is live and you can enter and this is how you do everything and just the picture they posted was like this cool digital render of like a like polestar buildings mm. some futuristic looking building i'm like fuck that's dope oh shit and then i remember when polestar first showed off their um teaser for the brief and it was that top down oh yeah like bird's yeah. eye view like a like um looks like a compound a floor plan almost of almost like a compound like a like a, a pole star mm-hmm. building and like i'm like Waco, Texas. so i saw i went back and i'm looking at those two images and i'm like fuck like maybe like this is what's getting me excited and i'm and it also makes sense for the mm-hmm. story you know or at least the way I can, I'm probably biased a bit because I'm <laughs> just a little story, biased, but, but that's okay. But when I try to objectively look at it, I'm like, well, in this world, if it's the world of this art, you know, the importance in culture is this art. It's like, well, the best place for this art to exist would be a gallery of sorts, mm-hmm. like a, a space, you know. Um. So I was like, well. It, how now to play to play the role of maximilian Massoni? how does your concept relate back to the brief 
Because well, I, I, mean, I get the... personally, I get it. But yeah, you... well, obviously it hits obviously <laughs> the sustainable the... element of it. True. Where I was like, well, okay, I'm gonna do this cool art installation. That's like I'm gonna say it's in like fucking Iceland or something, and it's it's all geothermal powered. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. And then I kind of had this idea of having like kind of a second story of this place and the the roof of it or whatever, it's just this flat like green space. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was that we're, when we were working on stuff together and we. We were talking about that one cool Polestar uh, Behance project where there's all those like renders and there's yeah. just this cool futuristic looking yeah. space. And like every now and then it would have like trees planted here and there. And I'm like, I really love the combination of like green spaces and and plants mm-hmm. and like futuristic looking buildings and it's whatever big infrastructure. Vibe. Big vibe. So I'm like, I like that. Um. And actually, oh, today actually I realized, I was like, it reminds me of something. You know Abstract, the Bjarka Ingalls episode? Yes. You know, the further to the end when they're talking about the one project of that factory and the roof is this ski slope? Yes, I do think. And it's this all like green space mixed with, mixed with this like artificial ski mm-hmm. slope. But it's on the roof of a building, of a factory. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is kind of the the vibe in a way. It's yeah. that like combination of like a industrial, you know of a functional space. Professional looking functional space and this green space and the environmentally friendly mm-hmm. space. But then when it comes to the brief of like, you know, progress, that word progress mm-hmm. or progression. And they were saying how it inspires the culture to also be green and you know and to design cool things essentially you know you know um to inspire the culture to progress and so when i built a story i tried to build it right from that right i was like okay in this world like again being heavily influenced by zuma blue i'm like in this world like culture is if it's like a new the new renaissance i think i wrote that down actually where it's like you know back when you think about the renaissance like artists were like the shit that was the celebrity of the mm-hmm. day like it seemed like and obviously I wasn't around then, so I don't know for sure, but <laughs> it um from what I know, it's like that was like that was the culture. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted to be a painter or a sculptor, right? Like that was the that was the thing to do. That was it seemed like art and that had a had a bigger not even bigger, but more of like a direct connection to culture. Mm-hmm. And and now you could say like maybe painting and sculpture not as much today but in other artistic ways like like videos that's true movies music we still are really connected but you know it's so i'm like okay it's just like futuristic like new renaissance where art is now this again a direct connection to culture and i think it's always known that like you know art always drives culture there's a big connection between, not always, but there's always a big connection between art and culture, right? Because the art is either painting, you know, stuff to do with the culture or go against culture and do you think, question Do you think art or, drives or, culture or culture drives art? I think both. 
kind of symbiotically. They drive each other, yeah. right? Because like, you know, you could have like the way culture's going and then inspire someone like Banksy to be like, well, fuck that. I'm going to make, I'm going to question something. I'm going to make people think and go against yeah. it. And then by him doing what he's doing, it drives the culture to almost in a way accept and start liking that type of street art. Mm-hmm. And then that inspires art another artist be like well okay well let's do some more street art stuff mm-hmm. and then it goes back and forth and, and stuff like that and so highlighting say cultural issues that banksy is prone to touching on say like child homelessness or yeah. pollution inequality, inequality war yeah. pollution like all the stuff yeah and or just the like the hubris of people right the whole one that like shredded itself right the piece of art that was on the wall that sold and then just automatically uh shredded after someone bought it oh you froze oh, we're, oh, back. we're back. back um and so i was like okay this is the world i've created but it's it's you know a few years in the future um i'm going to create space that allows people to interact with these mm-hmm. pieces of art right and And I don't know, I, I think the whole, like, I could see Pulsar doing that as well, having some gallery mm-hmm. type thing. Like, it's kind of like have them having a studio of theirs yeah. where it's like you go through the studio and see, like, you know, I think if if the if more people had access to their studio and could walk around their studios mm-hmm. and see the concepts they've done, that would be inspiring. Yeah. Even people that weren't really into cars or whatever, I think would see stuff like that and be like, whoa, like, it's inspiring. Good. So it was that kind of idea, yeah. right, of, it's 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 a space for people to you know see this stuff and and again like that's why i was like okay if it's like i pictured in my head like a zima blue moment where it's just big art yeah okay this is where like an airship or a boat or a car would be cool because you could drive around it and have a look at it but then i'm like well maybe that's being too strict like that's restricting like the type of art or know where you can look at it i'm like does this even make sense in the story mm. to have a vehicle like that like is it needed doesn't need and then i'm like well maybe space itself that's inspiring and is built from those values and those beliefs of polestar maybe that's the way to go mm. right it's kind of like again the architecture episode on abstract where they build that p- pavilion and it's this like it's a piece of art in its in and of itself Right, you go through that space, and the space itself is inspiring. That's true. Um, and I'm sure one, at least one person walking through one, like a architectural pavilion like that or something would be inspired and go and do something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, well, you know, if it drives one person, it's gonna drive. Well, it's gonna drive more than one person to do something, right? And I, don't know, I see that as progressing culture. Wow. That was deep. You know, that was deep. As in my mind, anyways, yeah. that's how that's how I interpret it. Like, because it's kind of like that thing of you know, you think about it strictly more just to cars. Mm-hmm. Like, if 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 you had like a, if I went with a car instead, and it was it was it was a different story, but I ended up with the Polestar cars in entry. If it's a really cool like like the ones we see online, if it's a really cool thing. 
you or me would look at it, see on Instagram or on Behance and be inspired just from that. That's true. We're not even touching the thing or seeing a model of it. We're just seeing images mm-hmm. of it and be inspired. Then we go and do something like that. That's and true. Like that's progressing. I know that's more like designed to two other designers, but like a, in a in a gallery where you have just a lot of people going around it, like an art gallery, aren't necessarily just into art. Mm. Not like heavy, you know, art critics that are like, I can't wait to see this specific painting and see how the yeah. texture of the oil is dried over. The, it's like, <laughs> no, it's like people just like, it's somewhere to go and it's also like this inspiring thing, right? If you kind of like creativity, creativity like that, you're going to probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I think we were talking too, like it's one of those things. It's like, I remember when I was in New York and I went to the Guggenheim Museum and it's it's an art gallery, but the building itself is art. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's Frank Lloyd Wright. So it's super cool super different and just being in it or seeing it from the outside and then going in it you're just like even if there was no art in the walls the building would be cool on its own and in itself that's kind of like a really inspiring thing if again if you're into that sort of thing so that was kind of the idea i'm like you know i see these these pull star building ideas and again the one guy that we were talking about i just mentioned that behance project we were checking out I don't know if he works at Polestar, but he's got a lot of Polestar I think projects he, on he, he, I think he works at Polestar or Volvo. One of the two. Yeah. And he's got one that's like, that I said I'm going to refer to now as as the Bible. Mm. <laughs> which is like this arch, our Polestar architecture project and he keeps adding to it. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, like, those are the things. You see a building like that. Like, I think people really under- underestimate like how building itself could be inspiring even if it's empty i think it goes beyond right? the building like, it's it's space it's a space it's an experience yeah. right like you know you could have like you imagine if the lrc at humber was an old was built at the same time the rest of the building and it looked mm-hmm. like um what h or uh l or something where it's like shit it was like my old high school where it was all cinder block walls painted beige yeah. ours you know ours were painted old. white at my high school yeah white whiter it's dyed it's slowly yellowed over time i don't know it's i think i think southwood's like from the 60s 50s or 60s my high school was built in 2009 yeah no i think southwood was originally built like 50s or 60s um but uh you imagine if the lrc was like that it'd be working same internals it's got computer lab library starbucks information center all that crap Mm -hmm. But it looked like that. Hmm. It would be very different. Most people wouldn't realize it because, again, if you're not into art design, you're not gonna really have the. You don't have the like the mental capacity, but you don't have the eye to like critique those things yeah, or notice yeah. it. Whereas, like you and I, we've been like we pick trained up on by people to like to pick on things, right? Pick up on things, and so it'd be very different subconsciously, like. You know, if you sat beside the the Starbucks in there and there was no glass windows, it was these cinder block walls with like a, like a lighting in it. I feel like a jail. It'd be cell. very different. Yeah, it'd be a very different mm. feeling. But when you have this giant rectangle, you know, form wise, it's simple, mm-hmm. but it's all glass. The front is all glass. That's true. And so whenever you're sitting, if you're near the windows or just further back into the building, you have all this glass at the front, all this natural light. All you can see out. It's not a really nice looking. You're looking out at a parking lot. You out necessarily. Subsidized housing, but still. 
but it, but it's not a cinder block wall with a few little windows built in. You get it, to see you know? the outside. And, and I don't know about you, but every time you'd walk through the LRC, it felt like this is this, you'd look up at the stairwell and see these cool wooden mm-hmm. stairs like going up and all these floors and like it's designed nicely and you're like man this is like a cool place to be we used to do that didn't we we would debate like okay are we gonna walk in through the gym doors because that that was closer or are we gonna walk through the lrc and if it was raining yeah depending if the day was nice yeah, or not if it was we, raining yeah. or cold we would go through the gym because it would cut about five ten minutes off five minutes off the walk but if it was nice yeah. out like october and november and probably march and april were the prime months of the year to walk through the lrc doors we used to do it like yes. early in the morning in september like first days of school and they'd be handing out like granola bars and stuff and we'd get yeah. that you walk into this giant True. this giant entrance and it's and it's all open it's a big it's too, right it's the power of like atmospheric space to give you this yes. sense of like here to, I'm here to like do cool shit and like as weird as this new building was that they put in the CTI building and the fact that like no yeah, one used it but it it's looked space. cool that's the exciting it was more that no one was allowed to use it yeah, I think no that was one, yeah. no more one was actually. allowed to use but, it but yeah remember when we were in there and you have on that that far corner and you have like the big wooden steps mm. which all have the plugs on them where people kind of sit mm. on like when we were in there the few, first few days is open and we're all sitting down there at the top and a bunch of us are on laptops working and there's other people on the other steps mm-hmm. and it's this cool open again all glass yeah. as far all the way up to the roof as far as you can see it's this it's a space right where you go there and you feel more creative you, do. you feel more like you know and again it goes back i think i'm just connecting the dots now of like why i love this idea for my pulsar idea it was like like we said before i'm really affected by my environment dude i was gonna i was gonna try and bring this up as well right and it's i think now i'm realizing that originally it was just subconscious but it was like there's some i love being in a creative space like that you thrive off of that and through thrive it and it because it's because it's inspiring like you know what i mean like if if you're gonna come up with something really or at least for me like there's a me going to a sketching sesh at a fuck at the Guggenheim mm-hmm. that would have been unreal like that would be like you know because you're in a space that's almost like again subconsciously like maybe this gets a little artsy but like you have this like weird connection to it it's almost like this you walk in and the spaces the building's like here do something creative please <laughs> you know and you're like do you know what fucking you're right I'm gonna do it it's cool mm-hmm. right like and to me wouldn't you want if you're ever in a gallery an art installation architectural pavilion whatever the fuck you want to call it that's a pole star thing Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a place where art and sculpture and all this stuff is going to be um presented it's wouldn't you want the space to be like that you would hope so you know where like i think there's the idea it's like even if there was no art in the walls or no sculpture it's like the building itself just on its own is a piece of art that's like inspiring that you that you see and you're like man that's cool i just want to check this out and then you go in and you're like man like i feel something here like it's 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 it this makes me feel something that i wouldn't otherwise feel in like a you know a regular building mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of thing right and i don't know that's kind of 
you know, there it's was, like, there were, it's like when you go to the podcast. ROM. Oh, oh the sorry. ROM. Sorry, yeah. so, so you go to the ROM, right? Like, out from outside, you're like, man, this is a cool fucking building. Yeah. And even if no one told you, you came from a different country, you didn't know what the ROM was, and you didn't see the big letters on the outside, and like, oh, it's a museum. You and you just, like, you saw it. You'd be like, well, that's cool. Again, whether or not you're into architecture or design, whoa, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to go in it. And then when you go into it, it's such a cool building. You're like, well, this it's makes a, sense. Amazing. This would be a museum because <laughs> it, it, it ma- there's something about it, right? Like, you know, I don't know. At least I, I see that. I, t- no, I, I totally I, agree. You know, so maybe I it's totally that kind agree. of, you know, I, I think it, it was going to be a gallery of something like that. Like I would, I would want to, I want, I would want the space itself to be mm. inspiring, right? Where people walk in and they haven't even seen a piece of art yet. And yet they feel inspired. It you helps know? a lot especially like for the person at home you know like us who's doing our thing from home this the the immediate space around you has a huge impact and i was listening to a podcast way like three months ago and i just found it it's Mm. um no i did not actually (laughs) you did not just find it i don't think i did never mind but it was, did I, or am I just being a fucking Fruit Loop? Is exploring that idea um, of. Yeah, it explores the idea of how important space is mm. to your creativity. Your, again, being the generic you. Yeah. Um, I will see if I can. It's, it's interesting it, because I know there's people that are, that are, different they probably you know you could take the person like oh, a young person living in this tiny little apartment and it's really ugly mm-hmm. and they could do something really creative from there that's it I, i'm there's people like that i'm not i'm just not one of them i like i would rather be like i'm gonna go out to a coffee shop and not like a mm-hmm. maybe not even a starbucks but like a just a you know a non-franchise just cool little found it coffee shop you know it's it oh, plays yeah. a big part it's, i don't know I, I i think so anyways i would go to the au 79 cafe down the road from the big media company studio in the morning yeah you'd send me pictures sometimes, that the one with sometimes. all the a lot of the plants inside all the hanging were they hanging like, or something above tables somewhere hanging like they yeah. had they had like 15 foot tall fig trees in the front because it used to be an old automotive garage right or a firehouse garage Mm. um that they turned into a cafe um phenomenal plants so many we we got to know the owner there because we would like me and tommy and josh and mason would go in there all the fucking time right and we got to know the the owner there lawrence i'm pretty sure his name is i don't know if he's the owner but he runs the joint um he runs a joint now and they're saying something close to like 20 to 25 grand worth of plants. Wow. Inside. So many fucking wow. plants. Um, but this a lot of watering podcast episode, um, I thought I found the first one. It was the same guy, but the wrong right. episode that he was on. Um, but it's the podcast is called the Chase Jarvis Live Show. Chase Jarvis is a famous commercial portrait photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called design systems that fuel you design systems that fuel you with Srinivas Rao. 
Um, systems. And I'll just read the read the description quickly. I'll send it to you after. It's like a it's I think it's forty two minutes, so it's a pretty quick gotta, listen. Um, yeah, I got to write design systems down. Yeah, design systems is just a good phrase in general. Um, but it says, whether you know it or not, there are a whole host of things that either stimulate or obstruct our productivity and creativity. Where we work, the people we see, the equipment we use, the sounds we hear, even the information we consume. The good news is that we can develop systems that can help us harness and fuel our creativity instead of diminish it. Today on the show, I'm sharing a few of my favorite lessons from a recent class by Srinivas Rao. Srinivas, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name, helps us look at how our environments are either helping or hurting our creativity. Um, he's the best-selling author of The Art of Being Unmistakable and mm-hmm. An Audience of One, Recla- Reclaiming Creativity for Its Own Sake. Um, he's got his own podcast, The Unmistakable Creative Podcast. Mm. Um, I like guys the audience through a couple of different one. environments that help us scout. Yeah. That's cool. And it's like, I think it goes back. It's another way of phrasing like the why you do it. Yeah, like why not doing do it for this whole thing. audience. It's like first do it for you in a way, you know, like. Big time. I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to send you the. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like. Spotify link for it. Design system. I, I, I wrote that down because I might use that in the story. Like now I'm thinking on the page because I did uh, the layout of the two pages on Saturday when we're working together and. And um, oh, yeah. I have the on the first page with the with the story little paragraph that I wrote down a while ago on my notes, um, mm. and I think I'm gonna title it that just above the body text. I'm gonna say the new renaissance again to yes. further build yes. that put to put the viewer in that place right. Um, build that story right. Build that story, and then I want maybe somewhere to write design system. It's because that's what it would be right. It's a the system of, of spaces. Mm. Ooh. Um, Ooh. You know. I feel like you got to watch some architecture documentaries. That's the thing I was, today I was going through my, my shelf, a lot of the design books, like other ones from Humber, yeah, a couple of car ones, but a lot of them are architecture ones because, you know, like both mm. you and I were originally going to architecture. So like all through high school, my parents always knew I loved architecture. So Christmas, birthdays, they always, always architecture books. So I've got ones on just like, you know, um, like famous buildings from around the world. And oh, yeah. like, and then I've, I've got this one, it's kind of a smaller book, hardcover. It's really nice. Still got a bunch of um, uh, little, um, you know, the little like colored labels you'd put in like bookmarkers, little. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I yeah. have, I, whenever I got the book years ago, probably in high school sometime or grade 10, maybe something like that. It's it's like a, th- a thousand or a thousand and one, like architecture design ideas or something like that, hmm. and it's like a certain piece of a building or an interior of building as an idea, and it's just this page oh. is full of all these little pictures, and I like bookmarked it like crazy, so Jeez. they're still in there. So I was looking through some of that, like you know some of these um books, because yeah, I have to do some good old architecture. Yeah, a bit of research on oh, that. Research. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? It is. I get speaking of what sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say it reminds me like uh one of my friends from high school. It was a year above me, it was big and I went to went to Carleton for architecture design and then went to 
U of T to do his master's and been meaning to reach out to him Hell and get yeah. him to come on the, on the show. Cause he's like, he's, he's just such a fucking rad human, but again, have not yet reached out. Yeah. I mean, if I had money to go back to school, that's maybe somewhere, something I'd do. Architecture. I mean, maybe that might be a bit of a stretch. I don't know. Like we said before, I, I think it's a bit of a stretch because that's like six years if you want to get your. Well, yeah, that's the problem, right? Architecture thing. Yeah, I, I think I'd still go back. That's for, why I didn't do it in the first yeah, place. Yeah, I think I'd still go back and do like clothing design. But anyways, yeah, um, I'd probably go do the one at Ryerson where Arison Hugh went. Mm, true. So that seems like everything I'd want to do. Is that is that that's fashion design? Fashion right? design, I believe. I knew a girl that went there actually. Yeah. Maybe maybe we reach out to her and get some more females yeah. on the show. I increase the diversity. Do you have all of Arielson Hughes sketches on your walls <laughs> in the hallway? <laughs> She's like Arielson who? Arielson what? Yeah. It's like oh yeah, forgot. He's 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 just on another level. That's one thing I got to look into is like the the acronym stuff. Oh man, for, this, for my for my Polestar concept. Just like oh the, yeah, the modularity aspect of things, you know. Well, it's not even with acronym. I wouldn't even say modularity. It's functionality. Multi functionality. Functionality yeah. is like his, like in that talk I'd send you a while ago, right? Where he was like, you know, copy the process, not the product. Mm -hmm. That's where you're saying a lot of copycats fail because they just copy their InDesign and like rip it off, but don't really know why it works. And he says, when you go back to the process and kind of design it the same way we did one of his biggest inspirations is, is military mm -hmm. and with military it's all about function literally it's all about function right if something doesn't function yeah. correctly that could cost lives in a split second right so it has to everything has to be perfectly functional and that's mm -hmm. what when you look at this when again when you look at his stuff it's like futuristic samurai kind of you know it's it looks like um it's it's dope. it looks it, it, it looks is. like it's like the amg division mm. the performance division of like arcteryx because oh, the yeah, overall true. style other than the pants but like the jackets mostly and the materials in that are the same materials like arcteryx would use gore -Tex and gore-tex and all that stuff and um even north face i guess and a lot of stuff like that but then I think they've collabed with Architects quite a few times, actually. Acronym, yeah, they have. Probably they that, have. Yeah, that doesn't. They, they have. Me. Um, but it's more of like a designed kind of version in a way. Hmm. But the functionality is huge, right? It's the biggest part. So yeah, you could totally take that into your design, right? Because like it's one of those things. Yeah. It's you could go, you know, Polestar formula and go super minimal, planar, you know, all these words. But like, just, even though when people say don't make it overcomplicated, it just needs to work, it needs to be functional. Because sometimes you go too planar just to fit the style, mm -hmm. that's not functional anymore. Yeah, it right? starts to not, it starts to go could backwards be, on it. An example would be, it'd be an easy, if you're doing a Polestar drill, Battery drill is always like the good go-to example, right? For ergonomics and shit like yes. that. But it's like, if 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 that was the challenge, everyone would do a pull start battery drill. Some people would 
do the typical pole star formula and it would be this planar thing that like it would look super rad but you would never hold it it would hurt you know yeah it'd be but if you if you again didn't just copy someone else's kind of take on pole star and the form everything and you went through the process of how Polestar designed something, you could end up with something that looks Polestar drill, but would actually be comfortable, right? It's still functional and still simple. True. So yeah, like when, which is funny because when I was saying about the paddleboard, I was like, man, I can picture this thing basically just look like a fucking door. It's just flat and long. Yeah. And whatever. (laughs) It look, in my mind, I'm like, this looks super sick, but like, would that even like... The functionality. Yeah, like would it you'd be sacrificing so much functionality for, you know, someone to look cool like that. But so mm. yeah, man, ac- talk about acronym all the time. Acronym, well, acronym. I know you can. And Polestar, my two favorite brands out of everything, man. They just fucking take a drink every time Zach says Polestar and oh, or an acronym. Just, they're just perfect. It's perfect. It's they both fantastic. got strong whys. That's what makes it and strong, stand out. Strong beliefs and stuff, like strong backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need that because without that, it just crumbles. Yeah. Without that, you you know, yeah, you'll hit a road bump and just give up. You just boop. Goodbye. And you're not unique either. No. Yeah. That's a struggle. Yeah. And that's why we're still doing our thing. It's because we have our why and we're sticking to yeah. it. Yeah. I'm going to try and do a building it's not gonna be like a complete um building it's gonna be very open it's more of a i guess it's more of like a pavilion i was picturing like where it's a lot more open and no doors Mm. and stuff Mm. like that um but just make it all glass well i mean maybe i i prefer maybe even like no glass windows or walls but it's all open but then sometimes use glass here and there for Certain. It'd be a little chilly, I guess, if it was in Iceland. Yeah, but me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, that's beside that's beside the fact. I that's I did um, really quickly. I was like also picturing I'm like, okay, well, how am I gonna like digital render this thing? If it was like a vehicle, it'd be very difficult. And my skills, mm. I don't feel confident enough to like really nail that. Where I'm proud of it. But I'm like, man, with a building, especially if it's more planar, like I can get away with that. And I was like, okay, I'll probably do some photo bashing, and I. We're sitting Saturday, and I'm trying to think of sketching some forms. And I'm like telling you about this thing, this guy on Instagram that like takes random mm-hmm. everyday objects and turns them into like a spaceship. And um I look over at my record player, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna use that form. <laughs> this like kind of long, wide, low um building form. And then go from there. So Oh, we frozen again. Holy yeah, fuck. Have returned. <laughs> I fucking hate this Wi-Fi, man. It's the 21st century. <laughs> right? Need that um Holy shit. Starlink or whatever here. Honestly, I didn't think I don't even know who we're with, Rogers or Bell. I don't even know who to be mad at. True. True. What were you what was your idea that you were finishing? Oh, I was just saying how like uh I was telling you about that guy on Instagram that would take everyday objects and come up with a form, like turn into a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I looked over at my record player and I was like, oh my God, that, I'm going to use that form. Mm-hmm. It's this low, wide surface and 
turn that into the start building the, the start of the building and the foundation and then go from there so yeah sparked everything sparked everything and now you're doing a pole star building and now I'm pavilion doing... <laughs> yeah whatever thing something, so, something something like something. that it may may or may not have walls <laughs> yes we'll still figure Probably it not, out but yes and uh if anyone wants to uh sponsor us with a sustainable and productive uh wi-fi solution then send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com and zach watson yes, sir. what's the instagram process underscore underscore podcast give us a like give us a follow send us a dm and we'll see you tomorrow peace the process.